You know, there's a reason I do this in the middle of the night. Um, welcome to the Snake River Live podcast. It's the 3rd of February. I'm almost feeling like Groundhog Day, though, to me, um, because every time I get on a roll, uh, I get interrupted, and so I have to start over. How about that? Um, here we are. Um, talk about uh, a lot of things today. So let's just start down the list. Um, there was a report that several people from the uh, George W. Bush administration and their cronies are now saying that they're going to leave the grand old party. Now, in some ways, that's good. In some ways, it's not. I mean, one thing that speaks to that um, is that perhaps the need to form an independent third party separate from the GOP is not necessary as more and more of the people that did not like Trump, the never Trumpers, as well as those who, who passively went along with Trump when it suited their interests and, and have since not, um, as those people decide to leave the Republican Party uh, to become independents, if you will, um, it could be that the Republican Party just becomes um, the Trump Party. We'll see. Long term, I'm not sure about that. There's a lot of uh, establishment people in within the party that are going to be uh, fighting that motion, including um, Senator Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority, well, the Senate minority leader only because Vice President Harris is a Democrat. Um, he's come out against uh, Representative Marjorie Greene of, of Georgia, who admittedly has has sucked into some pretty serious conspiracy theories. She also brought impeachment charges against the Vice President. And, by the way, based on the actions of impeaching a former president and trying trying him, According to Democrats, based on the definition that we have now for impeachment, both Barack Obama for his actions in in spying on the Trump campaign and many other things, as well as Vice President Biden, now President Biden's his actions with with uh, bullying Ukraine. I mean, after all, President Trump was impeached for the exact same thing uh, that Vice President Biden did and bragged about. Um, Based on that precedent, you know, impeachment is is just trash, which, by the way, is a another pillar of the republic being uh, torn down in the name of democracy. But anyway, McConnell's come out against uh, Representative Marjorie Greene of Georgia. He's also come out and defended Liz Cheney. Uh, she's a conference chair number three uh in authority of the Republican caucus in the House of Representatives. Again, if Liz Cheney wanted to vote for impeachment of Donald Trump, I don't care. However, she should have stepped down from her leadership position because her position uh, voting for impeachment was used against the president, as well as the fact that she's out of step with the majority of her, of her caucus. So Liz Cheney really, really, really mucked that one up, in my opinion. Um, there's going to be a shakeup in the Republican Party. Like I had said previously, I didn't know if they were going to be um, 
if a third party would form or if all of the, the never Trumpers and the squishes would just leave the Republican party. Uh, right now it looks like, it looks like there's some people heading for the exits. So we'll just have to watch and see. Um, Speaking of, of war, which I wasn't, of course, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Did you know that, that we've moved troops into Syria, back into Syria, I should say? Not that they've all ever left, but, but of course, now we're moving back in there. Who knows, uh, with, without full accountability, what else the military is doing. Now, before the Lib came into existence, this, this uh, speaker... Uh, did support the original, well, the invasion of Iraq in 2003. I was kind of an idiot then. Um, in retrospect, looking back, you know, all we've done is is destabilize an area. Um, now we have a race for nukes. Iran has the Biden, according to the Biden administration, not not me, but according to the Biden administration, Iran is weeks away from having a nuclear weapon. How about that? I thought the Iran, granted, Trump got out of the Iran deal, but I thought the Iran deal was going to keep them out of that business. That wrong. Um, speaking of though, the military and protection, uh, DC is still an occupied. Um, area, and with it being occupied uh, by the U.S. military through the National Guard, uh, should we even be considering making them a state if they cannot provide for their own security for the citizens within uh, the confines of the district? Should we be doing that? Well, no. I and frankly, I think that uh, that uh, rather than create a new state, that if you're going to to isolate the actual government function, it to to avoid the constitutional question of of uh, of whether or not you can make it a state, then why don't you just absorb that into Maryland? that population in Maryland. And of course, you know, the reason why is because by doing so, they're going to uh, add two Democrat senators and at least a, a Democrat representative. Um, you know, McConnell is, is, has been kind of going along, sucking up, uh, trying to make nice with the Democrats. How long are we going to play this game? How long is this story going to go? You know, they're going to use McConnell. They're going to use everybody else as long as it suits them, as long as, they get, as long as they're willing to go along. But as soon as you do anything, like yesterday, McConnell said that he would oppose uh, the DHS secretary nominee. Apparently, he had some considerable issues and probably should not even be running the sanitation department of the smallest hick town you can think of, let alone running Homeland Security. Not that Homeland Security should exist as a cabinet position, um, but that's just an editorial there. Um, let's see here. Where should we? Oh, I had forgotten about this, but I but um, I had seen it as I was scrolling through some information. Now, this of course is not surprising. But, of course, right now in the news today with all the executive orders and everything, 
uh, and the very uh, progressive agenda being pursued in the Congress, uh, uh, it's no surprise that on election night, Senator Sanders said, Senator Sanders, a socialist from Vermont, uh, said that Biden could be the most progressive president in 100 years. I want you to stop and think about that for a minute. 100 years. And now it's been over 100 years since this president was in, but I know exactly who he's referring to. He was also a Democrat. And it's no surprise at all. He was a Democrat. He was a progressive. He was a fascist. He was a racist. I know, it sounds like I'm talking about Joe Biden. But no, I'm talking about probably one of the most sinister presidents that we've ever had as a nation, Woodrow Wilson. He was the president that promised to keep us out of World War I, out of the Great War, and then got us into it. He was the president that shepherded in the 16th Amendment, which was the uh, allow for the income tax, promising, of course, which that the promise was that only a fraction of the people of the very the richest of the rich would ever pay income tax. And yet within just two years, everybody was paying income taxes. Is anyone surprised at that? If you are, then you really need to figure out where you're standing on things. That's really tragic, isn't it? Um, yeah, Woodrow Wilson, Joe Biden. Actually, very similar. But yes, you know, Biden is so much better than Trump. Good call. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back and we'll continue. And we're back. Welcome. Thank you for staying with us and listening. I do appreciate that, by the way. Um, we're going to continue on. We just have a few more things to wrap up here. Um, you know, for the past four years, we've heard Russia, Russia, Russia. And we've heard about Trump's love affair with Russia and with Putin and how they colluded and Russia colluded with Trump uh, to give him the election and such. Of course, we now know through declassification that that much of that was a lie. We know that the uh, FBI was spying on the Trump campaign. We know that the FBI illegally obtained uh, wiretap warrants through the FISA courts to spy on individuals of the Trump campaign and then tried to entrap them with it and did entrap General Flynn. Now, General Flynn is very important because he actually was very key in, in intelligence in the Obama administration, and he was somebody that the Obama people could not allow to be in a position to let anyone know what happened in that administration. And so Flynn had to be taken out, and he was. 
probably through lies because we'll never know because the original FBI interview notes were altered. The case was to be dismissed. The judge refused to dismiss the case. Ultimately, President Trump had to issue a pardon for something that should never have happened, and which we know that because some stuff was declassified. But back to Russia. With the pipeline being shut down, and with the cessation of leases on federal lands being granted, do you know who benefits more than anybody else from that? If you said Russia, you just may go to the head of the class. Because they do. The United States is currently a net exporter of oil and natural gas. Unions. At least one state, but no doubt there will be others. And even an Indian tribe, the Utes, have filed complaints against um, the president, asking him to rescind his executive orders regarding leases uh, for fossil fuel exploration and drilling. Vice President Harris goes on TV in West Virginia and totally cuts Senator Manchin off at the knees. Senator Manchin, by the way, is one that they desperately need to go along with them. But ultimately, Russia benefits. I saw a meme the other day that maybe Canada should get Hunter Biden to be on the the Keystone Pipeline board, and then maybe uh, Biden would lift the restriction. Hey, if it works, whatever. Um, the state of Florida, uh, or the governor, uh, Governor DeSantis has has, uh, has requested legislation regarding regulating uh, big tech, and specifically in regards to campaigns and free speech. Um, what they want to do is is if if a uh, candidate is silenced for any reason that the gov that the state will fine those giants uh, $100,000 a day for doing that. We'll see where that goes. But here's what we do know. You know, when it comes to censoring, when it comes to shutting down speech, you know, for Facebook, Twitter, etc. to operate in China, they've had to come up with some algorithms to comply with the Chinese Communist Party's uh, desire to squash opposition speech. And so Facebook and Twitter at Al know how to do it already. 
they've perfected it because they had to to access the most populous nation in the world. They could do that here tomorrow because they already have the tools to do it. Just a thought. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project was formed by a bunch of never-Trumpers um, who want to get back to uh, business as usual where the Democrats run everything and the Republicans, even when they're the majority party, are just puppets. Well, it turns out one of their one of their founders has a little issue um, of solicitation of underage boys. Now, my comment here is not regarding that issue in and of itself. And the individual, of course, he's presumed innocent. But here's the thing. There are a lot of famous people who have associated their names with the Lincoln Project. Now, if we were to operate on the same way that Trump supporters are treated, where if you support Trump, then you support everything, then should it not be said... that all of these famous people should be confronted with their support of underage solicitation. Shouldn't they be accused of that themselves? I'm not saying they should. Yes, I am. Based on the last four years, well, really, based on the last 50 years, where somebody is associated, when you're associated with an individual or something, and it turns out that things are come out like that, you automatically, if you're conservative, are associated with it. Should not these Lincoln Project uh, uh, fundraisers, people who donated, should not they not be outed as supporting child solicitation? That's the world we live in, um, by the way, where if you're a Democrat or support Democrat policies, then there's no depravity too low that you're going to be tagged with. If you are against, I was going to say if you're a Republican, but I'm not going to even say a Republican. If you are against those policies, the Democrat policies, then you're free game. You can be called anything and everything. And that's okay. So my question is this. Is it okay? 
Is it? You know, I was wondering at the end of you know Harry Potter when they were battling the bad guys, were they using unforgivable cur curses, the good guys? Or was it so ingrained within them that they couldn't use those curses? And so they were bringing uh, pop guns to try to uh, hit a series of machine gun nests as far as the magic goes. If Democrats do it, and I think this is why Democrats really hated Donald Trump, is that he was one of them, you know, before he decided to become a Republican. And he used their tactics. And I think that's why they really hated him. That, and he actually was acting against the establishment, is the nice way to put it. The deep state, the swamp, Leviathan, unelected, unaccountable, and now they're working to finish the work of democracy by tearing down the remainder of the republic. You know, Robinhood, the software, has been used uh, in, in the news lately. You know this real story about Robinhood? He didn't rob from the rich to give to the poor. He robbed from government to give the people their money back. In a sense, you could say that Donald Trump was Robin Hood. With his tax cut, anybody that wants to cut taxes in reality is Robin Hood. Let people use their money as they will. It's the Snake River Lib. We'll talk to you on Friday unless something else, uh, something pops up so big that I want to do a special. Have a great day. Taxation is theft.